When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Arthur Most, Wesley Euler, top of the hour. The one o'clock hour, might I add. But more importantly, this is the Steelers Blitz, simulcasting Steelers Nation Radio along with Fox Sports Pittsburgh. And, you know, we've been having a great conversation thus far, man, just discussing the office coordinator dynamic that we have in Pittsburgh right now. Cliff Kingsbury, Zach Robinson, two candidates that have already at least communicated with the Steelers about having a meeting set up. And we know internally Mike Sullivan, who we know has been our active play caller on game day since Matt Cannon has been fired, is taking an interview with the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. So that was with the update. That's kind of what we talked about in the first hour. But now we said we was going to transition a little bit because part of this stage right now is multifaceted we do need to identify offensive coordinator and i think we need to identify that sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. so we can just kind of understand the direction of this team that we want to continue to go in but at the same time we also have in-house free agents that we kind of need to address as well now i know during this time frame we've already had some of the futures you know some of that stuff come out but in terms of the unrestricted guys those are the dudes that you know we just kind of need to Acknowledge, get aware of, and yeah, we can at least have a preliminary discussion on how we feel. We know, obviously, with new information, that could change, man. Mm-hmm. You know, this coordinator comes in, or we make this type of move, or this guy's leaving. All of that is new information. But as it sits today, you know, the 24th day of January, our Lord, years 2024, we can have a little fun with it. So, that's right. Currently, you know, scheduled to be unrestricted or, uh, yes, currently uh, scheduled to be unrestricted free agents. We have uh, Levi Wallace, cornerback, obviously. Montrevis Adams, D lineman for us. Miles Killebrew to safety. Marcus Golden. Shout out to Marcus Golden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Little outside linebacker, edge rusher. <clears throat> Quan Alexander, the breath of fresh air at inside linebacker. We know he's also dealing with an Achilles injury at the moment. James Pierre, cornerback for us. Armand Watts played quality minutes, especially in the postseason for us. Shannon Sullivan, the uh, free agent that we acquired this offseason, slot cornerback. Blake Martinez jumped on the moving train for us late in the season, provided us some snaps um, in a couple of games, as well as being on the practice squad. Mason Rudolph. The red nose. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Obviously, we know the quarterback that came in and rewrote his NFL story and uh, made this offseason a lot more interesting. 
for Steelers Nation and particularly the quarterback position. Uh, Miles Boykin, wide receiver for us, uh, really productive special teams player. Michael Walker, a uh, guy that came on once again, jumped on a moving train once we lost Quan Alexander and Cole Holcomb. Um, played quality minutes for us and played a lot down the back half, including the postseason. Godwin Igwebuke, our kick returner. Mm-hmm. It was a breath of fresh air, too. He was consistent, he was. man. Nice, you know, in terms of his returns, ball security. Nice pop. Uh, Elijah Riley. Safety. Army. Nickel corner. Special teamer. Swiss Army knife. Go Army. Beat Navy. Heck yeah, man. Super productive whenever he gets opportunities. Uh, yeah, definitely like we saw with him. Chappelle Russell. Chappelle been up here for a little while, too, man. I kind of forgot. Shout out to Chappelle, man. But um, uh, then after that, Christian Kuntz, long snapper. Cones. The Char Valley product. Oh, that's right. Shout out the Char Valley's and very of course, own. a product of Pittsburgh's foremost collegiate athletic do, program. Do, 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 Duquesne. Duquesne University. You know what their mascot is? The Dukes. Duke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder who had it first. Well, no, they're a Duke, and we're the Dukes. So you're actually more Yenzer because you put an S on the on No, the end we're, of it. we're an animal. Whereas, like, they're like, isn't like a I Duke? Know, that, like, was a good joke, like that. that was a good ju- joke, though. I should have been like a Z. I like your energy though. Ooh. I'm with you. You know, because as Yenzers, we put <laughs> we put S's on. I just threw up the Zoltan in here. And <laughs> I got excited. I was like, "Are we about to do this? We haven't done this in a while." I was, I was like, "It's really off season if we did that." We ain't gonna do it today though. <laughs> we ain't gonna do it today. Um, but um, oh, I, yes. Two other names. Sorry. Duke, yeah, Dukes. Shout out to the Dukes. Names. Duke, and he has. His, but I like your energy. Yens. 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 Puts an S on the end of everything. Yeah, it is. The Dukes. I'm trying to go to the giant eagles anyways. That's Christian Kuntz's. Yeah, you know Kuntz. Kuntz's. Like, how many Z's and S's? <laughs> James Pierre's. Thing? You know Pierre's. Mm-hmm. Miles Killebrews. Mm-hmm. You know how it go. You know exactly how it go. But the final two, uh, Rennell Wren. Obviously, we brought him in, I want to say, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Being kind of practice squad. And then uh, uh, D- uh, Dylan Cook, excuse me, backup left tackle, man up and down practice squad, mainly practice squad with him as well. But those are the current guys okay. that are unrestricted or scheduled to become unrestricted free agents once the new league year begins in March. Mm-hmm. So guess we could just start one at a time if you would like to. Mm-hmm. But just your initial thoughts of did they help us? Do they make us a better team? Or is that a position oh, where we think we want to upgrade? Through or, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So starting at the top, Levi Wallace. Now, we know we're not even going to focus on the money part of it just yet. Just strictly on field play. Right. Because I know we would love to go to all the caveats. Whoa, look at the age. Look at the money. Look at this. Look at that. Strictly from a play standpoint, are we better with them? Or is that somebody that we need to upgrade from? Hmm. For Levi Wallace, for me, I think it depends on the role. Okay. I Man, like that's a fair assessment. I Absolutely. Like, I like him as a piece, just not the piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be my answer. Does he make the team better? I think so when he's when he's in the right role. And I agree. Um, I think Levi Wallace, man, heck of a player in the right role. I think he is a elite three, mm-hmm. a really good two, potentially low in one. The right role makes all of that right, you know? And we're not even just speaking of hypotheticals because we've seen him kind of in all of those roles. He wore, he wore a lot of different hats in this his past time. Year. Yeah. yeah, and we could see the varying levels of success. Mm-hmm. When he had to be the guy, we kind of were upset about it. 
When he was the number two, it was like, okay, this is respectable. When he was like that third, you like, bro, you cooking over there, mm-hmm. Levi. We like what you see. We mm-hmm. like what we see in Levi. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you on that. I think he's also a very tough player too, man. I think he's a smart player. So when I think of those things, I do feel like that helps us. And he's at a position where we understand. I mean, we've seen it this year, but we know just league-wide, man. You can never have enough good corners because once your great corner goes down, they don't care no more. You you better have another body that's more than capable, more than able. And I do feel like Levi is one of those dudes. Yeah. So at least initially we would say makes us better. I think so. Okay, I sure. think so. We're on the same page. Yeah. Then I like it. I like it. All so, right. I mean, again, you have to like what you hit on there is important. The scope of that position and how hard it is to find adequate defensive backs. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah, in the right role, but yes, absolutely. Next up on the list, Montrevious Adams. Man, that's an interesting one. Very interesting because he has certainly had his moments. He flashes a lot. He really does. <laughs> the consistency is an issue. That's kind of been the issue with that position ever since Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. left, signed his big money deal out in Philadelphia. Um, hmm. This is a tough one. Because it, it's also, to be fair to him, too, it's it's not the position of most importance to the Steelers' defense. Mm-hmm. And I do think he's... I do think he's adequate at what the role that they ask him to play within that defense. But if I'm being completely honest with you, I also think you could you could find an upgrade on that as well, too. And I lean the same. Not even just in the sense of, you know, from a consistency standpoint, but just overall, I think of last year when he jumped on the moving train, this year full offseason, full expectations. I don't feel like he moved a ton better than what we were already at with him. Sure. I kind of felt like he's still kind of who he is, and he's just a good player. I think he's a good player, but I do think just based on the bodies that we have and potentially we know we're going to be revamping that room. I just can see him being the odd man out. Yeah. And that's one of those ones where it's like, all right, do you bring it back just to – end up as that odd man or as competition or do you just kind of go ahead and make that move now and just hey man we appreciate you for your service and you kind of go that way with it because I don't know next year and like you said we're not talking contracts or anything like that just simply just a production and talent standpoint when I think of who we currently do have right now right Larry O Keanu Benton DeMarvin Leal when I think of Armand Watts, like all of them to an extent can give me yeah. that and yeah. sometimes even more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the part fair. where I'm like, I've them named how many, and this is before we even bring in a cam or a cam type replacement. It's like, man, those are just a difference. That's all. Yes. So I, that's my I, only thing that, like I, I said, makes me hesitant. With with uh with Montrevis though, man. I think so too. And um it's not like he was on a vet minimum deal or anything like that either. Yeah. He wasn't making crazy money, but he's not making no money. I think that's one that I would I'd probably let him go and see what's out there. Yeah. 
while I would take a peek at what else is out there available and kind of yeah. weigh those options too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, we'll get to the stage of the convo, man, whether it's today, whether it's down the line, where we're, you know, more so focusing on the dollar amount. Because, yeah, you can make a case, man, well, it's going to be cheap labor, man. You'd much rather go to cheaper dude here versus this expensive over here. But that's not specifically what we're looking for right here. Correct. We're just simply taking the variables out and just simply saying this dude as a player. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters the most. Next is the contract. But if you're not even good, why we even talk contract, right? If I don't even think you make me better, why would we even be talking negotiation, what's the price point, bring you back, any of the other stuff, right? I just need to know first off, like, yo, do we even think this dude just, you know, instant reaction. Do we think that this dude helps us be better? Mm -hmm. Or do we think that this is a guy we need to upgrade from? So... I like that, man. Yeah. I like I'm, it. I'm, I'm going upgrade. I like it. I like it. So, yeah. I'm upgrading with you. All right. Next up, Miles Killebrew. Let me put some respect on his name. Can you? Let me put some respect on his uh, All pro. I was going to say. Pro bowler. Can you upgrade Special from teams all pro? captain. Miles Killebrew. I mean, the only upgrade from all pro is the, what, the 99 Madden Club. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is a farce because they ain't got mm-hmm. TJ in there. A bunch of bums. Hey, but Miles Garrett is in there. Don't you just love oh, Miles well, Garrett? Do you know his pass rush win rate? Listen, Miles Garrett, man. Or, or, me, let me let me correct myself. Not not Miles Garrett. Future defensive player of the year. Yeah. Miles Garrett. You better start accepting d- d- that defensive reality. player of the year favorite. Folks, you only got about yeah. two more weeks of living in a okay. world where Miles Garrett doesn't have a defensive, defensive player of the year. Defensive player award. of the year fa- heavy favorite. Miles you Garrett. You got about a week and a half left. Soak yeah. it in. Get your jokes uh-huh. in now. Yeah. Uh, Miles Killebrew. That's an easy one. First team All Pro at his position, Pro Bowler at his position, captain of the team has been around for a while. You don't see many guys in the league that can make splash on teams like he can. Yeah, I want to. I want to keep that around. Hundred percent, man. Number one, we saw him directly impact the game for us. Help multiple, us get him out of stadium, bro. Times, yeah. Absolutely. We talk about three phases of football, and more importantly, we've talked about how they impact us and at times we don't even care about them until something bad happens and we're like oh my god fire this dude or something positive happens and now we're like yo man this is great who is this guy killer brew though has been one of our consistent guys he's you know this generation's roosevelt Knicks. this generation's mm. darius hayward bay uh tyler matikavich right in terms of just core teamers dudes that went out had a ton of success robert golden right McDonald's number ones, right? Absolutely, man. Where you saw not just them have, you know, the captain, but go and get the substantial contract or the uh, awards to follow it, right? And the th- the guys that I named specifically all went on to do that, get second contracts specifically for their roles as teamers, be voted as team captains. And three of these dudes now have, or two of them, because I don't think Tyler has got a Pro Bowl just yet. I but, think you're right, yeah. But, uh... Rosie and uh, Miles Killebrew have both been pro bowlers. So we see the impact, and we also should tip our captain Danny Smith, too, and I just named four cats, two of them dudes being pro bowlers <laughs> all did. under his tenure, and all four got paid. That's coaching, bro. That's coaching. Sure so I know we, we we don't always like to focus on the positivity, and we will definitely crucify Danny Smith if anything negative happens. But the same way we all were, oh, look at Godwin Igwebuke showing off his special teams prowess to put two feet out of bounds and then dive inbounds and catch the football. And we always like crazy and was like, yo, if you play for Danny Smith, you kind of know this stuff. Details. The four dudes I just named, man, it's teams that have never had a special teams player to that extent, let alone four in the past 10 years. 
So, once again, man, shout out to that dude over there, bro. But, yeah, man, Miles Killebrew for certain is one of those guys that makes us better. That's, yeah. And that's the funny part, right? Three dudes that we just talked about, all three have played high quality snaps for us in very different phases and very different degrees. But our answers for all three were very different. Levi, we're like, yo, in the right role, yes. Mayan Chavis, now we want to upgrade. Miles Killer, 100%, yes. We don't care. Bring him back. We do not care. That's why I like how we do it this thing, baby. So we're going to take another break real quick, man. Keep us on schedule, but don't touch that Dow. Arthur Most, Wesley Euler. This is Stills Nation Radio. Simon Casson on Fox Sports Pittsburgh. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, back in the saddle. Steelers Blitz, simulcasting on Steelers Nation Radio and Fox Sports Pittsburgh. And we've been having a conversation about a lot today. Talking about the uh, two known offensive coordinator candidates that the Pittsburgh Steelers have uh, interest in, in Zach Robinson passing game coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams and Cliff Kingsbury, current head coach of the University of Southern California, formerly head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. We also know that from an in-house standpoint, Mike Sullivan, who is our interim interim game day play caller, he's also scheduled to have an interview with the Las Vegas Raiders. 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 So, a lot of import, a lot of export, but then we were also discussing uh, some of our current unrestricted free agents ahead of, you know, the new league year coming up. More so just focusing on them as players, specifically. But at the same time, man, I love whenever we get some outside thoughts, some interaction. Indeed. And sometimes that conversation follows, sometimes takes in a totally different direction, but either way, we are not going to ask for your participation, and then when we receive it, act like we don't got time for you so with that being the case big red i know you're preparing this week and i'm mad at you for preparing so i hope that this interrupts you in the worst possible time time's yours thank you oh mozi let's get to the tweets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's get to the tweets todd wants to know if uh miles garrett deep down knows that he was outperformed <laughs> seriously right that's one of the ones where it's like how do you look yourself in the mirror at night you going to be okay with winning that award, knowing that you ain't really win that award? Are you fine with that? I'm sure he's fine with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's the extra thing. money it's going to bring him at the negotiating yeah. table. Well, and we're always splitting hairs, right? And no matter how, you know, much we put our stock into the stats, there's still this other element that is called eyeball tests. And that is very much subjective. It doesn't matter how hard we scream, look at these numbers, look at the production. Mm-hmm. There are still going to be people that look at eyeball tests. Mm-hmm. There are also going to be the people that I once was like this. Ooh. I'm still actively working on softening from that stance, though. If you the dog pass rush, you're supposed to go against the left tackle. Ah, I, 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 I 
Uh, uh, I get what you're saying. That's that is the OG mentality. That is, and like I said, I've come off of it more so because of TJ. But that was definitely when you think about just the history of the position. That's why that pass rusher gets paid a hundred, and that's why the left tackle get paid a hundred, and that's why the right was usually half. Because it was like, you're typically the less than, but it's because the quarterback can see. So that's why it's supposed to be. TJ has revolutionized that, though. He's showing that, man, it doesn't matter which side you line up on. If I'm giving you this type of production, does it really matter? And that's the argument. But for a fact, I do know that there is a faction that still holds true to the OG. And when you look at Miles Garrett, he's not dancing around. He's not going to find the weak link. Outside of him, maybe roaming around on a special package. I was gonna say they put him in the know, center of that line sometimes, right. but I was outside like special because everybody Debo everybody, even had everybody it, you know does what I mean? something. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. predominantly when he lines up, it's against the left tackle. So that's just the only part where it's like I do know it's going to be people that are still going to say, "Well, man, for every little bit that TJ is incrementally better in these stats or these stats." Look at the quality of who this guy goes against every week versus that guy who he goes against every week. And I do know to an extent there are people, like I said, I've changed off of that and I'm still actively doing it, though. And it's really because of TJ, because he was probably the first one that we realistically saw make that switch to start going on that side. We was like, whoa. But he's dominated at such a crazy level that you're like, bro, does it matter? Other teams are starting. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's definitely a part of it. And at the same time, there's nothing that says that Miles Garrett can't go over there to play on that side. Nothing, right? So in a sense, if you're a supporter of TJ, that's your rebuttal. Well, we're stopping Miles from moving over there. Right. He can move around too. Right. But that's definitely, I think, also at play, regardless of the eyeball test of what looks like a no, freakazoid. That's a great point by you. It is. One looks so just think, normal. Think of the great pass rushers before TJ. I mean, they all played on the where did Devo play. Where did, where did Suggs play? That's the spot. And where that, did Lawrence Taylor because play? Because if I'm telling, if I'm saying I'm the where baddest, did Michael Strahan play. Think about this, right? If you call yourself West the baddest man out here, right? Then you supposed to go up against they baddest dude on the offensive line, and we supposed to say you coming back with his head, Troy Achilles, right? Send me your guy. Is there no one else? Whoever your guy is, that's who I want. I don't want to beat the number two or the number three because it don't hit the same. But now the difference is TJ is just. Eviscerated all these yeah. other dudes. He's like, my oh my goodness. god! Like, what is this? But that's a part of it, man. Like I said, us as Steelers fans, we don't hold it to that. Yeah, extent. we don't care. Just go right. produce. I don't care where you're at. Just go produce. And that's why I said it's something that I've actively been working on coming off of. Yeah. But that is it legitimate. And there's that a lot legitimate. of old school types that vote for these awards. It is. And they hold that, that same mindset. thought process. That's of, a very good point, bro. You're you. supposed to go against the left tackle. It's like if a when we would talk Steven Nelson and we were trying to compare him to Stefan Gilmore for defensive player of the year. And we said, Gilmore has, uh, Gilmore hasn't a lot of touchdown. He only given up one touchdown. And we were like, well, Steven Nelson's only given up one touchdown. We was like, Stefan Gilmore has this many picks. He's got more picks than this. Well, Nelson has this. And we said, well, Stefan Gilmore is going against the number one receiver and following him each and every week. Steven Nelson plays on a side and sometimes he gets the number two or the number three. So, even in that context right there, it still held true. It was just it was Steven Nelson. So we don't love Steven Nelson the same way sure. that we love T.J. Watt. Sure. But that 
I do feel is still kind of underlying no, this fair, in this conversation, you know? Like I said, and I don't agree with it always, but I just think that that's part Yeah, we're of not saying why. we agree with yeah, it. Yeah, we're not saying that it's right. We're not saying that it— There it, are people that right, have that logic. But that is yeah. just some more context to understand when we keep saying, how is Miles Garrett, how is Miles Garrett, how is Miles Garrett? And you'll hear me say, like, Miles Garrett ain't terrible, but I don't think he's T.J. Watt either. But he's a great player. But when you're talking about the splitting of hairs, I just think that that's one of them things that people have looked at. Because we've heard them criticize it before. It's not like this is a new concept. It's no, not like you no, just no. heard this from me. This, isn't, mm, this has been out there. But I just think that that's a little bit of part of it also. Not that I agree with it. I think that is uh, very important to outline, as you said. Because, again, yeah, not that that's our thought process, but uh, certainly plenty of people who are involved in the actual voting of this award um, I think do still have that mentality. That's a very good point by you there, Motsi. Uh, Steeler Nation 920, our buddy Tyler up in Wisconsin says, I found Wes's worst case scenario. Mason doesn't resign. We sign Baker Mayfield instead. And he's got to talk all summer about Baker Mayfield and Kenny Pickett. That would be electric. <laughs> Listen, I got no beef with Kenny Pickett like that, all right? And, 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 Kenny Pickett never broke my heart. Well, if Baker Mayfield was here, we wouldn't be talking about Kenny Pickett. That's the unfortunate part, but that's the reality of it. Because, number one, Baker's going to cost way more than it's a competition money. Baker, based on what he did, you know, this season, postseason, Baker could be here. It's going to be like, all right, Baker's a starter. Kenny, you were QB1. Now you're the backup. Mm Mm-hmm. But it would be hilarious to see you have to really talk it up. I think people think I hate. I got no beef with Kenny Pickett. He, he no, never no, played. No, 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 I got no, no, no collegiate beef with Kenny no, Pickett. No, no, he never no, played no, against no, WVU. No, Baker no, did three times. Uh, kicked our butt every uh, time. Uh huh. Uh huh. You can't help yourself. Kenny Pickett never snatched a Big Twelve look, championship look, look, you, out of my fingers. You, you can't even help yourself. That's the funny part. You think you really confirming it, and you just making it way worse because you could just feel the passion. Oh man, I love it. I love it. But it would be pretty dope. It would be. I think it would. Yeah, you'd love it. Like, hey, we're going to have Baker day, Mayfield on the show during OTAs, day, and day. Moats would just be grinning like a five-year-old. Bring the flag, Baker, bring the flag. Moats would be like, yeah. Get LaShawn yes. McCoy on here while please, we're at it. Let's get please. all of Wes's favorites. Just, just bring him in. Just, just one at a time. One at a time. All right. But we're bringing Carson Wentz for you, too. All right? Got that shit. That shit go. OG, OG. There we go. I'm with you, bro. Now, now you're talking. I'm now you're you. speaking my language. Tyler also wants to know favorite. Favorite Ice Cube movie? Friday. <sighs> Friday. I'm Boys in the Hood. It's a great one. Yeah. Friday. Now, see, yeah. you want something sad, something that tugs at the heartstrings. That's sad. Boys in the Hood. It's got sad moments. Is it? I can understand being sad for you. To me, I'm like, yo, that's that was our lifestyle. It's like yeah. that's we grew up. So I don't look at it as sad. I'm like, yo, that's us. Like that's a depiction. That's like uh, what's yeah. the what's the uh, G Baby with Keanu Reeves? What's that movie called? Hardball. Hardball. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It's not a sad movie, but it's got like the saddest moment. But and I what, realize that's reality. Don't get that's, me wrong. And I think that's the difference. For us, that was our only. I can't watch Family Matters in Full House. Like, hey, look, that's my Uncle Jesse. He's like, no, no. A lot of us can relate more so to, hey, Ricky got hit. Oh, yeah, that was my cousin B. Hill. All right. Oh, G Baby died. Oh, now that's my man Woo. Yeah, it. bro. So it's like, you just it. relate to that. Boy, that's all. It's like, yeah, bro. Like, I was like, yo, I love Wizard of the Hood, man. Friday is fire though. Friday is definitely fire. You I know, think I, relate. I, relate I was gonna say to I think the reason so I think the reason why 
I struggled to get on Friday early on. Like, I always loved the comedy part. You just think, man, like, it's just a different what they was pushing in it. You know what I mean? It's it, Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And at the time, it was just a different mindset for it. Still love the movie. Classic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Tyler Boyd, uh, Steeler Nation 9. We've got a couple questions from Tyler today. Shout we want to know about Tyler Boyd, him mentioning how he'd like to play for the Steelers. How likely is something like that from happening? I would just say, if you're really meaning to Tyler Boyd, don't do the J.J. Watt. And there's no disrespect to J.J. Watt, but what I mean is this. J.J. had a chance to sign here. He signed with the Arizona Cardinals. After he played out there with Arizona, we see him now do the, I'm going to put the T-shirt on, I'm going to put the terrible towel. Oh, Photoshop man, it would be fun to come out here. A Steeler uniform that I'll it's share like, on Twitter. Bro, you, you had your chance. You chose the compensation, and we ain't judging you. We don't care. Like, rightfully so. But at that time, you could have very much came here, you and both of your brothers was here. You could have done it. So for T-Boyd, I saw the same quote. It said that, man, if not, he was like, yo, we could do it this year. And if not now, then maybe down the line, come back to it. I don't want you to come back to it down the line when you used up. Yo, banged up. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, nah. If you really talking like how you talking, you really rock with Coach T, the way that you talking this team, the way that you talking. for your hometown. It's like, come on, man. If not now, then when? This the best time right now, man. Come on. That's how I look at it. So I, I hope that, you know, he hears that and he would actually – Completely, unless he's, unless he's chicken. Completely agree. Unless, but one unless, ca- unless he's scared. Can I throw a caveat in there for unless, you? Unless, he, unless he's scared to sign here. And I'm glad we're having this conversation. It, it, you think he's scared? Prove it. If you ain't scared, Tyler Boyd, prove it. It's not what it still is if you ain't scared. Well, this is very, you prove see it. him, point him out. Prove it. I think you, you won't. I think you're scared to sign here. You won't take a big hometown <laughs> discount. I, I bet you won't. You bet you I won't. bet you won't. You said you chicken? Don't be scared now. Prove it. <laughs> Can I ask you about one dynamic with Tyler Boyd, though? Yeah, what's up? Because when I saw that quote, do you want to know the first thing I thought about? I'm listening. How he accused this Steelers locker room two times in the last no, three years don't of say, quitting. Don't, don't say accused. He called he, out. He said two no, times, not he, just this year. You said accused. He did it two years you ago, You said too. accused. Those guys quit. You said accused. No, you're right. He did it. You said accused. He said they quit. But you're he making speculate. But, but, but you're also he saying said it. But you're also saying it like that wasn't accurate. You're also saying it like we didn't watch both of them games and walk okay, out of there feeling the exact same that's way. That's fine, but you're going to walk into a locker room with a bunch of guys that you called quitters twice in the last three years? Stop quitting it. <laughs> okay, you go you go tell that to all those guys in the locker I just You would know how that dynamic works better than me, but I am I going to get all chummy with somebody who called me a quitter twice in the last three years? I look at it like this, bro. If you feel some type of way, he probably was talking to you. Mm, interesting. No, I'm, I'm dead no, serious, that, no, bro. That, hey. I'm dead serious. We've all played in games, man, to a certain extent where the other team is going to say something back, you're going to say something to them. We might say, man, that team's soft over there. Or they just talk or whatever, right? right? Yeah. But it's like when you're the one that feels that type of way about it, it's simply because he was talking about you. It's simply because you were the one in question about your effort. It's because mm-hmm. you were the one that were in question about was you really a big dog or was you a little dog. Mm. And those are the ones you got to watch out for. But at the same time, those are the ones going to weed themselves out. You don't want them there anyways. If you feel some type of way about T-Boy calling us soft, you're soft. Because the only reason why he said it was based off of what you put out there. I have not seen a lot of people call somebody soft after getting popped in the mouth. I Do you think when Vontez Burfecht got up after Juju hit him and he came back together all down the line, whatever it was, do you think he ever uttered the words that Juju is soft? No. Antonio Brown, when he finally got it all back together, right? Did he ever utter the words that Vontaze Burfecht was soft? No. We can go down the list of all these people that got into it. 
a lot is said. <laughs> we might call you some other words, but typically soft isn't how we go about it. So if you're the guy that really feels that type of way about that comment, nine times out of ten, it's like, bro, let's really talk about it. Interesting. I like so that angle. that's why I don't think it's an issue if Tyler Boyd were to come here because, number one, what type of player has Tyler Boyd been in the NFL? Well, he's been a good player, I don't even, without a doubt. Like, we don't even rock with the Bengals. We know this. But like just good, just think of his very good of his brand. Do you consider Tyler Boyd to be a diva? No. Has he ever been considered a, oh, he's more of a pretty boy in this league? Nope. Nah. Right? We say, bro, he's fundamentally sound. He's going to play super-duper hard. In fact, you make a case he's overachieved, which is why he got compensated the first go-around over there. And now he tried to hit it up again. We know he ain't, you know, it ain't an ego then because he done been there with a Jamar Chase and a T. Higgins while having a Joe Burrow, and you still sharing it with Joe Mixon. So he could play well with others in the limelight. So that's why I truly don't think – that's the issue because no, it's, it's going to be a mutual respect when you just simply say, bro, T-Boy, like, bro, I think of when we were playing the Bengals during that time and George Aloka. It's like, bro, I had never met him, but you still respected his game because he was in them wars with us. And it's like, bro, he ain't saying the stuff that Burfick and Pac-Man be on, but you know he's a tough as nails play. He will hit you, come across that middle. He's fundamentally sound. No doubt. And if you find Linky, you're like, yeah, bro, it's respect. You could have played here. Absolutely. T-Boy's going to be a very similar cloth, man. Just because of how he's played this thing, man. So that's why I'm like, I don't think that that's an issue. Unless you the soft dude. Unless you the guy. Now, it might be some of that still in the locker room. That's that's another conversation. <laughs> I ain't going there today. Yeah, we ain't going there today. We ain't today. going there today. Uh, last one from Tyler. He wants to know an off-ball linebacker name to keep an eye on as we get ready for the combine and draft season. Oh, man. I have actually not got there just yet, but I know... It's the uh, the cat from Clemson, if Trotter. I remember correctly. Yeah, it's funny. That's, that's the same way I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, off the top of my head, I would go him. But yeah, I'm literally. That's my same answer. We'll get more into that in the coming when weeks. When the combine starts, yeah, yeah, yeah about I was a like, month, yeah. about a month from now. Yeah, like we'll be, like we'll be heavy in all when that. When we conversation. talk about just how this thing works, and we say we're year round, we also understand like we can't overwork ourselves either. So if we just hop out this season and now, not even two weeks later, we locked in on every prospect and we turn it up that I man, we're gonna burn out. So. Typically, we go loosely, rock with some of that. But yeah. Toronto yeah. from Clemson, yeah. that's where we'll start. But yeah, come back about what, bro? Oh yeah, we're gonna have you really, really, really lined up. Absolutely. Uh, Motsi, we got a couple more. You want to save those? Oh no, for let's the go to our. Side? Yeah, we'll go to our final break real quick, and when we get back, we will finish up with the rest of these tweets. So, if you have anything left that you want to discuss as it pertains to offensive coordinators, as it pertains to this current roster, free agency. Or anything else in between, you already know where to hit us up on the Twitter.com, commonly known as X at Dubody52. Dubody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. And this is Arthur Motz and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio, simulcasting on Fox Sports Pittsburgh. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed, it is that 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. But, of course, it's Arthur Motes and flanked by Wesley Euler. Steelers Blitz, I'm with Cassidy Steelers Nation Radio and Fox Sports Pittsburgh. And uh, we've been having a blast, you know, doing what we do on days like today. Talk about a lot. 
But we've also, you know, had a lot of participation and interaction from the Power Grid and the Megawatts. We greatly appreciate you for that. And because I still am slightly salty about the Chiefs beating the Bills last week, we're going to interrupt Andy Reid one more time. Time's yours. Glad to inconvenience you, by the way. And, uh, yeah. Glad to inconvenience you. We're going to finish up with these tweets here, man. So uh, let's get after it. Uh, Ricky tweets his argument for TJ over Miles would be the records with and without both of those guys for their uh, respective teams. Oh, yeah. And trust me, you bring up some really good points with that as well. I just caution you very similar to when we talk quarterbacks, right? That was one of the things with Kenny Pickett that people try to use as a saving grace or end-all, be-all, his winning record. We say wins are not an individual sport or not an individual statistic. Those are team statistics. So as much as we would love to just simply isolate it as, man, when TJ's out there, they win. When he's not out there, they lose. I just don't think that it's as cut and dry as that because we obviously know that, you know, quarterback, wide receivers, team as a whole do matter. Mm-hmm. And we would not say that, you know, the Browns are a better run team than us. At least I don't think that's the case. I would agree. And I don't think that that's only dependent because of one player either. I think just we're just a cut above. I mean, the Browns just finished ahead of the Steelers in the standings for the first time since the 80s. So, so yeah, so I think that's, I just, I think that's yeah, fair. I just don't want to pick and choose it either. You know what I mean? <laughs> we would pick and choose it. Yeah. Yeah, hey, a, they had a nice season, but you right. know what's that old adage about blind squirrels and yeah, nuts, you know, what broken saying? clocks being right. But um, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, uh, Steeler rocker, our buddy Jay in New Ham. Sure, let's go. If you guys were an offensive coordinator looking to get hired. Uh, what team do you consider the best opportunity? There's a few pretty good options mm-hmm. out there. Chicago, New England, Philly, New Orleans, Cincinnati. How tempting do you see our position in comparison to those teams? I mean, right now, Cincinnati is priority number one. Then I would go Philly after that. Because um, you're not asking about the quarterbacks in no, those situations. It's clear cut. I got yeah. Joe Burrow, who you can make a case is top two, top three, top five worst case scenario. With a Jamar Chase, who's once again, you make a case top two, top three, top five worst case scenario. Talk Philadelphia. You got Jalen Hurts, MVP finalist a year mm-hmm. ago. Took his team to a Super Bowl. You got a, a nice weapon. <laughs> Devonta Smith. I mean, AJ Brown still in yeah. the contract. So and hey, you got to replace Kelsey, who's an all-time. Yeah. Runner. The offensive line is starting to get to that point. Where I mean, play- and, and I guess you still got this tight end like Dallas Guard. He's kind of yeah, pretty. You know good. what I mean? So pretty good. That, that's yeah. So yeah, I mean, but then a- after absolutely. that, I think we can make a case. You know, the rest of them. It's just pick your poison. Correct. Because certain elements are going to be very intriguing about our job, but certain elements are going to be very uh, non-appealing, mm-hmm. depending on this quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Intrigue in the sense of, right. man, if I do well in Pittsburgh, I'll be there for as long as I want to be because it's the the, the organization that defines stability yeah. and loyalty and, and, and not having knee-jerk reactions. And I will get 100% of the of the credit. A bunch of credit if because you come here and have success. Because we've seen Absolutely. since Ben Roethlisberger point. no true consistency of elite play quarterback point. for a full season. So if that happens, we're giving that guy credit. Mm-hmm. We don't have a head coach that has an offensive background. He's a defensive mind. Correct. So even with that, you're not going to have to worry about him receiving too much of the shine. You know, maybe you look at a situation yeah. like New England and you say expectations are going to be low. Belichick's yeah. leaving. I'm going to get to pick my quarterback. Right. It's all depends on ex- what you want. Yeah, Cincinnati, to an extent, you're going to be you know minimized by the Joe Burrow element. And to another extent, Zach Taylor is also there. So potentially takes away from you, your flair. 
But I still think that's probably the top job opportunity. For sure. Teddy's laughing here that you're still upset about the Chiefs. I am. Beating your Bills. Yeah. Same way I was upset to an extent that the Bills beat the Steelers. It was just but that's what it he was said. Just he said, you, he yeah. said you, weren't, you weren't that upset about yeah. the Bills beating the Steelers. He yeah. said, still love you, though. That's how it goes. It's like, man, if your team beats your other team, how much? It's like, if my son hit my, if I had two sons and one of my sons beat up my other son, I'm only going to be so mad at my son that beat up my other son because it's my son. Now, if it was somebody from the neighborhood that beat up my son, oh, absolutely, bro. You already know. It's blood on the moon. Like, if you're uh, if you're yeah. Mr. Harbaugh and your two sons are coaching yeah. against each other in the Super Bowl, you know? Right. It's like, come on, man. It ain't hard. Are you really losing? It ain't hard to understand it, baby. See, now that's what the, you know, big house, big side of town. Come on, man. The privileged Arthur Motes. Mm. For the rest of us, we only got one team. Listen, man. When when they send helicopters out for cars just aggressively being relocated, all right, then you could call my side of town big. My town, we got one team, baby. Yeah, man. And it's the black and gold. Last one of the day goes to our longtime OG. Day one, Rod Dalla chimes in here. Shout out to Rod. He says, I just want to know your guys' thoughts on DeMarvin Leal. A little underwhelming this season. Do you think he'll have a bounce back year next year? I think he has a chance to, but this is the National Football League. I think that he also has to understand that just because you have success one year does not mean that it's a fast pass or a guarantee that it will be happening again. Just because you had a role that might have been more prominent in your first year does not guarantee that you're just going to have that same role or an expanded role the following season. For DeMarvin, you're going to go one of two ways. I think this year he kind of went backwards, but this is a great opportunity for him to rewrite it. No doubt. Script script still yeah. open for him. But those are the two. It's, it's two guys. I look at DeMarvin Leal and I look at Keanu Benton because Keanu Benton is a big reason why DeMarvin Leal did not play as much. I want to see how does Keanu Benton handle the success that he had from his first year and what does that all season look like? Mm-hmm. And then for DeMarvin Leal, a guy that was successful, kind of quiet this year. Sure. How do you respond? Sure. Those are going to be real critical, though. Not just for themselves, but more importantly for our team, man, because those are two dudes that you're talking about second round draft picks, high pedigree dudes. They matter. And that competition matter, hopefully will be great for both. Yeah, but they definitely matter, man. I, I, I'm with yeah. you. If, if you end up having two guys there, uh, that develop and can be mainstays on your defensive line. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's going to help you in the trenches a lot because we, I mean, we know you're you're kind of coming to the end of an era there, and and guys like Cam and Larry O are very accomplished in this league, but they ain't yeah. going to play forever. Unfortunately, they won't. Unfortunately, yeah. they ain't going to play forever. Spoiler alert. So yeah, you need that next wave coming through, yeah. and hopefully that competition between the two of them will bring out the best in both of them. No, absolutely, man, absolutely. But yeah, this I mean this is it's a big year. Big year for DeMarvin Leal cuz you're right. A lot of flash, a lot of upside his rookie season and then next year maybe uh not living up to what we expected, not taking that step forward. Uh but they do call it a sophomore slump for a reason. He wouldn't be the first one that that's happened to. Mm-hmm. But like I said, his his book still isn't closed. His story, his script is still to be written. I mean cuz think He's about it. Just that. think about it to the extent of this, man. If I would have told you at the beginning of the season that Armand Watts would be the one Playing the quality minutes in the wild card I'd round, been, I'd have been surprised, and yeah. not Demarvin Leal. I'd have been surprised. That's what it was, though. Mm-hmm. We saw Armand Watts down the stretch. We did not see Demarvin Leal. 
It would have been like if you would have told me that Mason Rudolph was going to start a playoff game for the Steelers while healthy, while healthy Kenny Pickett was on the sideline. I would have said you're crazy. 100%, man. But that's why the NFL is such a year-to-year league. Yeah. That's why that, – that not for long thing, that's it's that's for time, success man. and for failure. Yeah. You can turn your story around in a positive way. You can fall off a cliff in a negative Wes, way. Wes, you've heard me tell you numerous times, two and a half years, it doesn't matter, first-round draft pick, unrestricted free agent, priority free agent, man. That's the nature of this business. Can and it's year to year, realistically, mm-hmm. week to week. If you mm-hmm. don't show that you're that guy, they're bringing in somebody else and they're ready to roll, man. No doubt. It's so, a cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. Yeah, so that's one of the things, man, that, like I said, I mentioned it for both of those guys to see how they respond, man, how they respond. But uh, whew, unfortunately, I guess that will do it. We ain't going to get fined. Yeah, we ain't getting fined. Can't get fined at all season. So, salute to all of you Power Grid Megawatts, man, for your participation today, your thoughtful ears, and your timely commentary as well. We are grateful for that. My producer, Mr. Wesley, you keep me fresh on the ones and twos. Super grateful. Super grateful. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, let me spin the block one more game to hit my partner in crime on the one and only microphone side call right, Wesley Euler. Go ears. There it is. There it is. So, with that being the case, man, you know where to find us. On your 24-7, home of the black and the gold. Stellars. Mm-hmm. Nation. Okay. Radio. And there it is. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.